It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. And here's your host, that moderate-talking middle-aged man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello, and welcome to episode 43 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. This week is the fourth installment of my sub-series, Turn On, Tune In, Rock Out, where I look at pop music-themed television shows. This week's subject is different from previous shows I've covered. The first three shows I covered were one-off specials, and the last two, although clearly connected to pop music, weren't really focused on musical performances. This time, for the first time, I'm looking at an episode of a weekly television series, and one that does focus on musical performances even if many of them are lip-synced. So today I'm looking at the November 15th, 1980 episode of the American syndicated pop music show, Solid Gold. Solid Gold was created by TV producer Al Massini, who is a major figure in 1980s syndicated TV. Besides Solid Gold, he was also responsible for the iconic 80s shows Entertainment Tonight, Star Search, and Lifestyles of the, of the Rich and Famous. The pilot episode, Solid Gold 79, was a two-hour countdown of the top 50 hits of that year. It was co-hosted by country star Glenn Campbell and pop singer Dionne Warwick, who had just scored a comeback hit that year with I'll Never Love This Way Again. The pilot was successful enough that the show was picked up for the fall of 1980. Warwick remained as host, but Campbell did not return, and his spot was filled at, at first by rotating guest co-hosts. A guy named Marty Cohen was hired as an in-house comedian, and producers also created a choreographed dance troupe, the Solid Gold Dancers, to perform routines to top ten hits whose artists weren't on the show that week. This sort of dance group had been a staple of variety shows and specials since the beginning of television, but it had never been really used on an American pop music show. It was, however, reminiscent of the long-standing British series Top of the Pops, who had employed groups such as Pan's People, Ruby Flipper, and Legs and & Co. to perform a similar function to what the Solid Gold dancers would. This is one of the reasons why I say that Solid Gold was the closest America has ever come to Top of the Pops in spite of the fact that there was an official U.S. version that aired briefly on CBS in 1987. So now, let's go back to November 15, 1980, and look at Season 1, Episode 10 of Solid Gold. The version I have is from the broadcast on WROC, Channel 8, in Rochester, New York. The first thing you see on the video is a commercial for the Craftmatic Adjustable Bed. Remember when that was an amazing new thing? Anyway, there are commercials throughout this show, and I will talk about them. The actual show starts with a rotating box effect that emerges from a background of smoke. In the cube first appears shots of the Solid Gold dancers doing their thing, and then the show logo. Announcer Robert W. Morgan tells us who's on the show, as images of the performers are shown. Dionne Warwick co-hosts with Natalie Cole, 
And tonight we'll also be seeing Paul Simon, Andy Gibb, Dire Straits, Johnny Lee, Grace Jones, Jimmy Hall, The Comedy of Gallagher, Marty Cohen, and yes, the Solid Gold Dancers, who will help count down this week's top ten hits. Now we cut to the stage, and Morgan announces that Jimmy Hall is here to perform his Solid Gold hit, I'm Glad That Love Has Found You. Who's Jimmy Hall? He's the former singer of the Southern rock group Wet Willie, who I talked about in episode 33, the September 1974 show. Hall is in a purple shirt and black pants, and his brown hair appears to have been permed. The Solid Gold dancers do a lot of strutting around, twirling, and back-arching. That seems to be their default setting. The women are wearing white one-piece outfits, kind of like Playboy Club uniforms without the tails. The men are wearing white pants with suspenders that make an X over their bare chests. The song is Standard Yacht Rock. Here are a few lyrics. Let it flow as the river runs wild. I'm happy that love has found you. Now I know this love will never run dry. You keep setting fire to the soul that burns inside me. I won't let you go until I fill you with its light. We can make it happen if we try a little harder. I could tell by looking there was love in your heart, because you make me feel so wonderful. You make me feel brand new. You made my hopeless dreaming come true. Halfway through the song, Dionne Warwick is announced. She comes out, reintroduces Hall, then recaps the musical guests before leaving Hall to finish. For the record, I'm happy that Love Has Found You got to number 27 on the Hot 100. Which leads me to tell you that Solid Gold's Top 10 Countdown wasn't taken from Billboard, but rather from a chart from a magazine called Radio and Records. And the big difference between that chart and the Hot 100 was that the R&R chart was based only on radio airplay, not a combination of radio play and single sales. Thus, there are songs that were counted down in the Solid Gold Top 10 that never actually made the Billboard Top 10. Anyway... There's my chart nerd out for the day. We come back to Dion standing in front of two stools, introducing a woman who's won three Grammys, had six gold albums, and a dozen hit singles. It's Natalie Cole, who comes out to the instrumental part of her biggest hit to date, This Will Be. Dion further compliments Cole on her musical changeability, whatever that is, and Natalie appreciates that. Then Dion says that there are quite a few women smiling in anticipation of the next performer, and so, especially, especially for the ladies, she introduces, singing his solid gold hit, Me Without You, Andy Gibb. He comes out in black pants, a mustard-colored shirt, and a black tie. His performance consists of walking across the stage, looking sad, and overacting on the choruses. The song is a heavily produced ballad. Here's a lyrical sample. Without you, stood alone on the edge of time, out of sight, but forever mine. Without you, sometimes there's no forgetting the night when you reach for the stars just to be where it's bright. But you left me behind. What a crazy goodbye. Without you, there ain't no love at all. And without you, there ain't no plans at all. Without you, everything is lost to the wind. 
You were the love that I was in. How can I try to be me without you? I'm pretty sure he was lip-syncing, but that means that on the actual recording, he doesn't enunciate very well on the verses. This was Andy's last hit, just scraping in at number 40. Now we cut to Marty Cohen in front of a neon sign that says, On Air. To me, he kind of resembles the guy who played Juan Epstein on Welcome Back, Cotter. Anyway, anyway, he makes a joke about how Ronald Reagan might be watching the show tonight, because now that he's no longer campaigning, he doesn't have anything to do for the next four years. But um, um. Ha ha. Then he introduces the top ten countdown. Dressed in black outfits with white fringe, one male and three female solid gold dancers are seen moving around to the number ten song, More Than I Can Say by Leo Sayer. I'm not going to do a lot of deep background on the artists this week, because I'm sure all of them I've either covered or will in the future. Suffice to say that Leo Sayer is a native of Sussex, England. He had two number ones in the 70s with You Make Me Feel Like Dancing and When I Need You, and more than I can say was his fourth and last top ten here, peaking at number two. Now it's one guy and two girls dancing to number nine. You've Lost That Lovin' Feelin' by Daryl Hall and John Oates. I talked a bit about these guys when I covered a Daryl Hall solo hit on the 1986 episode, and we'll surely run across these two again. This was the second single from their Voices LP, and it's an example of the difference between this list and Billboard, because the right- this Righteous Brothers cover only got to number 12 on the Hot 100. But their next single, Kiss on My List, went to number one and kicked off their dominant run in the 80s. Next, One Lone Woman Does Her Stuff to number eight, Never Knew Love Like This Before by Stephanie Mills. As I mentioned during my U.S. Top 10 recap last week, Mills was the original Dorothy in Broadway's The Wiz. This was the biggest of her three pop hits, reaching number six, but she did wind up with five number ones on the R&B chart. Now we see two couples twirling around to number seven, Dreaming by Cliff Richards. Cliff Richard, excuse me. We will definitely be talking about Sir Cliff on this show in the future because he is essentially Britain's Elvis. He didn't have quite as many hits in the States, but this one did hit number 10 on the Hot 100. We'll be back with more after this. Hi, this is your host, Roger Stroop letting you know that if you like my point of view on old pop music, you can actually find lots more of it on the Old Man Yells at Music blog. I've been looking back at top 40 charts from the 70s, 80s, and 90s and beyond for almost 10 years now, and I've done hundreds of entries and covered thousands of songs from the American, Canadian, and British charts, from the A's to ZZ Top, from Abacab to Zoom. You'll also find my Uneasy Rider tournaments, celebrating the odd ducks of the American Top 40. The 70s tourney is complete, but the 80s one is just getting started, and you can follow along on the blog as it progresses. And of course, you can find links to the latest episode of this podcast and the accompanying YouTube playlists there. So take a look at the Old Man Yells at Music blog, which you can find at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Why is it there? You'll have to go there to find out. That's the Old Man Yells at Music blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com.
Dion and Natalie now are talking about how the Larson Phaeton Band had a hit with their very first record. Who were the Larson Phaeton Band? Well, they're a jazz pop band led by two guys named Neil and Buzz, which is unfortunate because no matter how popular they got, they were never going to be the first guys people thought of when they heard the names Neil and Buzz. And what was their first record? Well, it was the song we're about to hear, the solid gold hit, Who'll Be the Fool Tonight? But we're not going to see Neil, Buzz, and company on the show's stage, nor, nor will we see a video from them. Instead, we'll, we will see the song sung, not limp-synced, sung by random people on the street. And here are some of the lyrics to the bland, easy listening tune that these people sang. I was captivated, and I waited for you, babe, every lonely night, so fascinated. Hesitated just a bit too long. You got me wondering if I'll be missing you. Will he be kissing you? I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Who'll be the fool tonight? Come on, baby. Who'll be the fool tonight? Come on, baby. Nothing remarkable ab about any of the people singing or their voices, except for the end, when this guy who was with a blonde woman who sang a couple lines, he decided to tell the audience, I ain't no fool. We'll let the people of 40 years in the future with magical portable TVs that are also telephones be the judge of that, sir. Now it's Dion telling us that the next singer has been called the secret night goddess of New York City and, and is known for her incredible mix of singing, dancing, and theater. Here to knock you out, or so Dion says, is Grace Jones. If you're listening to this podcast, you likely have some idea of who Grace Jones is. She's a model, singer, and actress known for her husky voice and exotic, sometimes androgynous appearance. Here she is in, in an all-black pantsuit with her trademark flat-top haircut, sunglasses, and red makeup on her cheeks that almost looks like bruises. She's lip-syncing to her cover of Breakdown the 1970 Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers number 40 hit that she recorded for her fourth album, Warm Leatherette. Here are a few lyrics. It's all right if you, if you love me. It's all right if you don't. Because I'm not afraid of you running away, honey. I get the feeling you won't. There's no sense in pretending. Your eyes give you away. Something inside you is feeling like I do. We've said all there is to say. Breakdown. Honey, go ahead and give it to me. Breakdown. Honey, take me tonight. Breakdown. I'm standing. He, I'm standing here. Can't you see? Breakdown. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Jones's, pre Jones's presence is commanding, and she struts the stage with the swagger developed that she presumably developed on the catwalks of the world's fashion capitals. This, to me, is the best performance on the show. Unfortunately, it didn't do much for her at the time, as Breakdown failed to chart. Robert W. Morgan tells us that Paul Simon, Gallagher, and Natalie Cole are coming up next. This set of commercials begins with a promo for, the, for a movie to air on Channel 8 at 11.30 p.m. Sunday. 
1951 science fiction classic, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Then it's a commercial for the Rollomatic Mop, which has rollers and a sponge. Maybe it would have done better if they used old hits in the commercials, like the Swiffer people did a couple years later. I mean, decades later, excuse me. Then it's another show promo, this time for a show called World of People, which apparently is one of those shows about people doing interesting things that were popular at the time, like PM Magazine and Real People. This ad showed real, showed real people mud wrestling, twirling batons, racing motocross bikes, and skateboarding, among other things. We come back to Dion and Natalie, introducing Paul Simon and his solid gold hit, Late in the Evening, which was the first single from the soundtrack of One Trick Pony, his unsuccessful attempt at movie stardom. At some point, I may do another subseries about pop stars' film vehicles. I may do the successful ones like Purple Rain and The Bodyguard, but I'd probably gravitate more to the flops like One Trick Pony, Hard to Hold with Rick Springfield, Vanilla Ice's Cool as Ice, Crossroads with Britney Spears, and of course, from Justin to Kelly. Anyway, we get a filmed live performance of Art Garfunkel's ex and, and his band doing the song. A Latin-flavored number with lyrics that go a little something like this. The first thing I remember, I was lying in my bed. I couldn't have been no more than one or two. I remember there's a radio coming from the room next door, and my mother laughed the way some ladies do when it's late in the evening and the music's seeping through. The next thing I remember, I am walking down the street. I'm feeling all right. I'm with my boys. I'm with my troops. Yeah. And down along the avenue, some guys were shooting pool, and I heard the sound of a cappella groups. Yeah. Singing late in the evening, and all the girls out on the stoops. Yeah. Later in the song, Simon makes a reference to smoking a J which despite being a drug reference, reference, was never censored on radio or on TV. Contrast that to the 90s, when radio edits changed the line, let's roll another joint in Tom Petty's You Don't Know How It Feels, and obscured the word Indo on Snoop's Gin and Juice. Anyway, it's a nice performance, and late in the evening was Simon's last top ten, peaking at number six. Now Dion is back. She tells us that our next guest convinced half the audience he was crazy the first time he was on the show. And now he's back to convince the other half. Yes, it's Gallagher. The man born Leo Anthony Gallagher enters on roller skates, wearing his trademark flat cap and a t-shirt with a character of himself on it. He puts down his suitcase, jumps over it, then opens it and welcomes us to his suitcase circus. Then he brings out the gimmick that he is best known for, a big wooden hammer he called the Sledgematic. First he smashes an apple he places between two pie plates, then, a, then an alarm clock, and finally, the traditional climax of his acts, a watermelon. As usual, he warns the people in the front row about the potential for getting debris on them, but it turns out that it wasn't really necessary this time, as the melon doesn't splatter as well as they usually do. This guy became huge in the 80s, but I've never been able to figure out why. And I was there. 
Now we resume the top 10 countdown. Two female dancers in black tops and silver gloves move to number six. He's so shy by the Pointer Sisters. The dancers make shush gestures, then stand back to back in a kind of Charlie's Angels pose to a song that got to number three. One guy dances by himself to number five. Queen's recent number one, another one bites the dust. He's wearing black pants, silver boots, and a collar that reminds me of an Aztec warrior. Freddie would approve. For number four, Donna Summers' The Wanderer, a group of women in silver, silver helmets surround a guy, then chase him off. Fitting for this spacing number three hit. Dion is back to introduce Natalie, performing her solid gold hit, Hold On. It's a ballad. Here's some words. You know, of all the things in the world I'd miss, it would probably be music and love. They say you don't know what you've got till it's gone. That's so true. Even though we still take it for granted, and I used to be like that, but not anymore. Because I found love. Because I found out what love really means. Love means happiness and dedication. Love will sometimes bring complications, but you must have faith and a whole lot of trust. Most of you, most of all, you can never give up. Just hold on. Hold on. Hold on to your good thing. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Forget about the small things. Hold on. Hold on. Do it for love. Do it for love. The one interesting thing about this performance is the gap between Cole's front teeth. I never knew she had one before, and I wonder if she got it fixed. Anyway, this song missed the Hot 100 entirely. Robert W. Morgan is back again, telling us that Johnny Lee and a Dion Warwick classic are coming up. This set of commercials includes one for Silky and Shampoo that uses some primitive computer graphics. There's also a McDonald's ad that shows some unidentified singing star getting her Mickey D's fix a woman showing off her Hanes pantyhose, the one gentlemen prefer, and a spot for Maybelline eyeshadow. It sticks to the applicator, even if you blow on it. We come back to Marty Cohen, who tells us what he claims is coming up next on this station. First, Geraldo Rivera hosts a news special where he investigates illegal immigration and gets himself deported. Then, on cooking West Indies style, we learn how to bite the head off a live chicken and learn and live to tell about it. We're two for two in the racism department so far. Then, another Geraldo Rivera report where he exposes the doctor who prescribed drugs to the late Morris the Cat. He was the spokesanimal for Nine Lives Pet Food, in case you forgot, or never knew in the first place. Then there's a show called Incredible Amazing Americans that profiles a 94-year-old woman who says her varicose veins are a map to the lost city of Atlantis, and two 84-year-old twin brothers who were joined at the head on their 75th birthday. Then a late, 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 late news update that repeats the stories you already saw in the news earlier in the day. 
And finally, it's Geraldo Rivera again, revealing that the Star-Spangled Banner isn't a song you can dance to. Apparently, either Cohen or the writers thought Geraldo Rivera was comedy gold, and this was back when he was just a guy on 2020, long before Al Capone's vault and getting into fights with skinheads and giving away American troop positions in Iraq on TV. Anyway, Cohen finally gets around to introducing Johnny Lee and his solid gold hit, One in a Million. The Texas country singer had just had his breakthrough pop hit with Looking for Love, a top-five smash from the soundtrack to the John Travolta movie Urban Cowboy. Lee is alone on the stage with his guitar, singing the following lyrics. Sometimes it seems the world's a jungle. Through it all, I was born to stumble, searching for something I never would find. I take your love in bits and pieces, coming to you only when it eases that lonely feeling that gets in my mind, and you treat me so kind. With those hard times come a dime a dozen, but girls with your kind of loving are one in a million. They're so hard to find. This is just an average country pop song of the time. It didn't make the Hot 100, but it was a country number one. Now we have another People on the Street segment, but this time people aren't singing, but rather lip-syncing, to never knew love like this before. There's a lot of exaggerated movement and awkward dancing. I'm not sure this is as entertaining as the producers think it is. We'll talk about the rest of the show right after this. Hello, Roger Stroop again. We all know that COVID-19 is hitting small businesses particularly hard. And I have first-hand knowledge of this, as my wife is a home-based music teacher. Right now, she isn't doing lessons at home, but she has been able to teach some of her students over the internet. Which got me thinking, you don't have to live in the St. Catharines, Niagara area to learn piano, voice, and or musical theory from Linda's lessons. I've told you before about her years of experience and many satisfied customers. I've also told you you can look up Linda's lessons on Facebook and see videos of her singing. You'll know for sure she knows what she's doing. So if you want to learn music and you think you'd be more comfortable learning over the internet, take a look at the Linda's lessons page on Facebook. At the very least, you'll hear an amazing singer, my wife, Linda Quick. Thank you very much. Now Natalie is talking about how Dion is so good, she could teach the birds to sing. If she could teach them to dance, too, they could play Vegas. Well, it's better than any of Marty's jokes. Anyway, Dion comes out to sing Alfie, the Burt Bacharach song from a Michael Caine film of the same name that she took to number 15 in 1967. Here's an excerpt. What's it all about, Alfie? Is it just for the moment we live? What's it all about when you sort it out, Alfie? Are we meant to take more than we give, or are we meant to be kind? And if only fools are kind, Alfie, then I guess it is wise to be cruel. And if life belongs only to the strong, Alfie, what will you lend on an old golden rule? As sure as I believe there's a heaven above, Alfie, I know there's something much more, something even non-believers can believe in. I believe in love, Alfie. It sounds to my very untrained ears like she struggled on some of the notes, but her voice is as classy and expressive as always. She was made to sing Bacharach. 
and she's backed by a full orchestra, which classes things up even more. Robert W. Morgan tells us that Dire Straits and more Natalie Cole are coming up. The first ad in this set is for this week's episodes of the daily talk show, The Mike Douglas Show. Joan Rivers was co-hosting all week, and other guests included Bo Derrick, Charlton Heston, and country singer Don Williams. As an aside, I've been able to find all of the Mike Douglas Show episodes from the week in 1972 where John Lennon and Yoko Ono co-hosted, so you may hear about them in future episodes. There's also a spot for Coke in new one-liter plastic bottles, a promo for the TV station featuring local Rochester people and landmarks, and a PSA for nutritious eating starring puppets, including a dancing orange wearing a baseball cap and waving pom-poms. We return with Dion introducing Dire Straits and and their solid gold hit, Skate Away. This London band had broken through when their 1979 single, Sultans of Swing, hit number four. And this was a track from their third LP, Making Movies. The performance opens with two guys running their fingers around the edge of their tambourines. Three Then it gets into the song, and we see that the three guys up front, including leader Mark Knopfler, were, are all wearing suit jackets over t-shirts, predating Miami Vice by a few years. Over their usual laid-back rock, Knopfler lip-synced lyrics such as these. I seen a girl on a one-way corridor, stealing down a wrong-way street. For all the world, she looked like an urban toreador. She had wheels on her feet. Well, the cars do the usual dances, same old cruise and the curbside crawl. But the roller girl, is she's taking chances. They just love to see her take them all. No fears alone at night. She's sailing through the crowd. In her ears, the phones are tight and the music's playing loud. Hallelujah, here she comes, queen rollerball. Enchanté, what can I say? Don't care at all. You know she used to have to wait around. She used to be the lonely one. But now that she can skate around town, she's the only one. Good song, decent performance. Unfortunately, Skate Away only got to number 58. They would have to wait five more years for another U.S. hit. But when it came, it was the number one smash, Money for Nothing. Now Dion cues up the rest of the top ten. A guy and a woman do some slow, sexy moves to number three, Lady by Kenny Rogers. As I said last week, this was Kenny's one solo pop number one, and it was written for him by Lionel Richie. Now four of the ladies dance on and around these white cylindrical pieces of the set with gold trim to number two, Real Love by the Doobie Brothers. This was higher than it got on Billboard, where it only made it to number five. Finally, there's another sexy couple, Dancing to number one, the triple crown winning Woman in Love by Barbara Streisand. Perhaps surprising for 1980, it was an interracial couple, a white man and a a black woman, and they ended up on the floor with him caressing her leg. I would like to think that there weren't any angry calls or letters to affiliates about this in certain regions of the country at this this relatively recent point in history. I'd really, really like to think that. Yay, Marty Cohn's back. 
He talks about two of the classiest ladies in music, Dion and Natalie, of course. He then tells us what he does when he's when he's out with a classy lady. He talks so fast I couldn't understand much of what he said, and I decided not to waste precious seconds of my life going back to figure it out. Anyway, Dion and Natalie duet on the Carol King James Taylor cl- classic, You've Got a Friend. They sing it nice and uh, nicely enough, but it seems like filler. This time could have been better used bringing in another artist or playing another film clip of somebody. At least to me. There's one more set of commercials. Remember when shampoo with beer in it was a thing? You will if you watch the commercial for Body on Tap. There's a spot for a local appliance store, an ad for the K-Tel Country compilation Sundown featuring hits by Crystal Gale, Larry Gatlin, and more. And finally, a somber spot for something called the Children's Alliance. We come back to Dion thanking Natalie for co-hosting. She tells us that her co-host next week will be Tony Tennille. No captain, apparently. Dion says, adios. We see a bit more of the dancers, and then the credits roll to the theme song, which had lyrics sung by the host herself. Here are some of them. The music has magic. You know you can catch it. If you let the songs take control. The sound starts to glisten the more that you listen. And slowly, it turns into gold. Solid gold. Filling up my life with music. Solid gold. Putting rhythm in my soul. There's a song that's unreeling to fit the way I'm feeling. My head keeps spinning to music. Spinning to gold. The one thing that stuck out to me in the credits was Dionne Warwick's was when it said, Dionne Warwick's wardrobe provided by Susie Cream Cheese. Apparently that was the name of a Las Vegas boutique that a lot of famous women in the 70s and 80s shopped at. The store was named after, of all things, a Frank Zappa song. And there it is. The Frank Zappa Dion Warwick connection I never knew I was looking for. So, my impressions. I remember watching Solid Gold back when it was on. I even think I remember seeing that 1979 countdown show. I definitely remember shows later in the run with different hosts, including one of this week's musical guests. Looking at this specific episode, I see a show still looking for an identity. Does it want to be like a Top of the Pops or a more family-friendly midnight special? Or does it want to be more of a traditional variety show with a little more youth appeal? The dancers would become iconic, of course, and apparently there were in particular little girls who dreamed of hoofing to the hits on that show on the show someday. Apparently comedians would also be a staple of the show, but Gallagher never appealed to me, and Marty Cohen had a lot of energy, but bad material. The musical guests were a good mix of genres and a nice blend of up-and-comers and established stars. Grace Jones was the standout, as I said. I'm sure a lot of viewers didn't quite get her, but I'm glad the show felt it could take risks like that. There are later episodes available, and I'm sure I'll cover them in the future. And I'll definitely look at other series like this. American Bandstand, Soul Train, Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, Dance Fever. All of these and more await me. And you.
Time once again for Old Man Yells at You. I mentioned Top of the Pops, so I'll start by recommending Chart Music, the Top of the Pops podcast. They critique old episodes of that show insightfully and hilariously. Then check out the Grace Jones compilation Private Life, the Compass Point Years, a good overview of her peak period. Finally, go find the documentary about Natalie Cole's father, Nat King Cole, Afraid of the Dark. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. As always, there's... Or you can check out the Instagram account, at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I link to in the show notes. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, we're back to the charts, looking at November of 1996. Yes, another election year. You can't run from democracy. Until then, I'm Roger Scroop saying, don't get caught with the greasies. Stay safe. On my next show, co-host Joan Rivers explains why women have no place in the kitchen. If God wanted us to cook and clean, our hands would be aluminum. Bo Derek talks about being a producer. I like it. Do you I like, like it? it? Charlton Heston does a little shabab shabooty. My mama's cooking so yucky, I had to eat my shoes. Shabab shabooty. And country singer Don Williams sings his latest hit. Join us. Mike Douglas, Monday at 4, followed by the World of People here on TVA.